I'm going to ask you a question. A hundred years from now, it won't matter how much money you make, and it won't matter how many children you have, it won't matter how famous you were. A hundred years from now, you will be dead, or you will be with Jesus, gone up with Jesus, maybe. Sure looks like it. Now, tell me, you're going to stand one day alone, alone. Your husband won't be there. Your wife won't be there. Your preacher won't be there. You will be standing alone in front of God, and they're going to open the books. Are you ready? Are you ready? You will stand alone before God. I know people don't want to hear this. Oh, it makes them scared. You need to be scared. One day, it will, not, it will not fail. One day, you will stand alone. And you will stand before the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Jehovah. And they're going to open the books. Are you ready? Are you ready? You got time to get ready. Now, if you will go with me to 1 Corinthians, I'm going to bring up a word. We're going to look at a word in the Bible that some of you don't even know is in there. There is a word in the Bible that religion doesn't even know is in there. Amen. But it is. And it's a little word. And it is a very powerful word. But before we go look at that word, I'll tell you what. Let's go to Numbers 23. Before we look at that little word, and I'm going to minister this little word to you today. And after today, every time you see it in the Bible, you're going to say, oh, yeah, I remember that little word. All right. Numbers 23, verse 19. This is the truth. This is the word of God. You say you believe everything in the Bible. This is the word of God. This is the truth. Jesus said the word of God cannot be broken. Amen. Verse 19. God is not a man that he should lie. You got that? God is not a man that he should lie. He cannot lie. Amen. Neither the son of man that he should repent. Oh, isn't that wonderful? If God says something to you, he will not repent. Amen. He said, neither will he repent. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? And, and it, Or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? Amen. That is the God we serve. You say, that's the Old Testament. God never changes, folks. Paul said there, he has no shadow of turning. God doesn't change. He's not one God in the Old Testament and one God in the New. He's not. The only thing that changed was the covenant only thing that changed was the covenant. God does not change. So that being said, go with me to 1 Corinthians. I'm going to, uh, 1 Corinthians 15 verse 1. This is Paul speaking and he's speaking to the Corinthians. He said, moreover, brother, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also you have received and wherein you stand. The gospel. And here he's going to give the definition of the gospel. He said, by which also you are saved. That gospel is what saves you. Amen. That gospel is what brings you healing, what brings you prosperity. Now, that word, that next word, that word, that two-letter word has so much weight, if you will just look at it. By which you are saved, if, if, if. Did you know that the word if is in the Bible? Did you know that the word if is in the Bible? Amen. Did you know it's in the Bible over 1,500 times? Do you know there are some of you that don't know that that word exists? It says, verse 2, by which also you are saved. If, if, 
Did you know there's an if in your salvation? If. Amen. If you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless, unless you have believed in vain. Unless you have believed in vain? Do you mean to tell me I can be born again and down the road it can be in vain? Amen. That's what this says. That's what this says. I want to read this to you again. If you keep in memory what I preached unto you unless you have believed in vain. I want to say this. This sentence right here, and we'll see more. These scriptures. There is no such thing as once saved, always saved. There is 1,500 ifs in the Bible. 1,500 plus ifs. There is no such thing as once saved, always saved. You got that? It's written right here in the Word of God. Are you going to believe the Word of God? Or are you going to believe some tradition, some man teaching you from a pulpit that doesn't even read? You don't know what to do? Open the Bible and read it. All right, now, let's go to John 8, verse 31. This is Jesus speaking. It says, and as he spoke on these words, Jesus, as he spoke these words, many believed on him. Many believed on Jesus. And what did Jesus say? Oh, welcome crowds. Oh, yes. Jesus then said to those Jews which believed on him. Amen. These are the ones that believed on him. These are the Jews that believed on him. There's a whole lot of other Jews that didn't believe on him, but these believed on him. And what did Jesus say to these? He said, if, if, do you realize there is an if in your salvation? Amen. Do you realize there is an if in your salvation? Thank God. It is written. And the word of God cannot be broken. So you cannot say there's no if. There is an if. And Jesus said, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth. And the truth will make you free. If, if you continue, if. Oh, Lord, open our eyes to the word if. Go with me to Colossians 1. Colossians 1, it says, and you, that's talking to us in the Colossians, and you that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now has he reconciled. Oh, how that is wonderful. Oh, we that were sinners, we were alienated and enemies in our mind by wicked works, yet now God has reconciled through that gospel. Now in the body of Jesus' flesh through death, to present you holy and unblameable. We went from wicked works to holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. If, if, if. Amen. I hope I scare some of you with the word if. Amen. If you continue in the faith, if you continue in the faith, Grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which, I, which you have heard and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, whereof I, Paul, am made a minister. You have to continue in it. You cannot be born again and then go do what you want to do and think that your salvation will be there. It won't. 
if you continue. If, if, if. All right, now, there's something good about that word if. There are some good about the word if. 1,500 plus times if is in the Bible. And when you read it now, every time you see it, it'll pop out at you. Now, if, turn with me to John 15. There are some great, wonderful ifs, some good ones. John chapter 15, verse 6, if a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch. If a man abide not in me, that's not a good one. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. Amen. It's an if. It's an if. Your salvation has an if. It says it's cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me. But if you abide in me. If you abide in me. And my words abide in you. Jesus said if you abide in me. And my words abide in you. You know how you get those words in there? You open up this book and you start reading them. You start reading them. You read them out loud so your ears can hear them. You read this book. You get these words in your heart, not in your head. You can memorize this whole thing and it won't do a thing for you. It's got to get in your heart where, you can be, where it can be used. It said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. What a wonderful promise. But the promise starts with an if. It starts with an if. But what a, pro what a wonderful promise. If we take on the if. If we take on the if. If we abide in Jesus, we can ask what we will. And it shall be done unto you. Now, one more. Matthew 21. Jesus speaking. Jesus had just spoken to the fig tree and it withered up in front of their eyes. You say, no, it took 24 hours. Read both stories, folks. One, it dried up immediately. Immediately. Now, they're looking at the fig tree. It's all withered up. They, they, you know what? Jesus got their attention. And he said, and he answered and said unto them, verily, I say unto you, and look at that word if, if, if. The ifs in your corner, folks. The ball's in your corner. God doesn't do ifs. We are the one that has the if. If you have faith and doubt not, if you have faith and doubt not, you shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also you shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and it shall be done. It shall be done. You hear that? It shall be done. I remember when my son had his hand and he had it infected and I prayed for him and I had I asked God to heal it in Jesus name. And the next day he came back and said, mom, no change. There's no change in it. Well, he left. He was on the phone. He went back to class and I stood there and I spoke to it. I said, oh no, you are healed. And he called back an hour and said, Mom, it's all gone. It's Amen. all gone. Why? Because I had faith. If you have faith, you <laughs> shall say to this mountain, Amen. and it shall go into the sea. What a wonderful if. That's an if you want to get on to, folks. Now, none of this 
None of this will work for you. Just like Jesus said, you must believe the gospel. You must be born again. You must be. There's no ifs. There is no ifs in being born again. Jesus said you must be born again. And you have to keep it. You have to keep it. You have to walk in it. Because there is a day, folks, you will stand before God. And you must be ready. And the first thing to get ready is you must be born again. At the end of the program, Dole will lead you in a prayer to get you born again, to start you on this walk so that when you stand before the God of heaven and earth, you can say, hello, I'm home. Oh, oh, I love Jesus. Speak his name after me and be saved. Jesus, Jesus. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, care of Water of Life Church, post office box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.